When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What is your favorite fall activity? 651-641-1071. We are officially in fall. It is the autumnal equinox. Fall! Uh, I'm the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on vacation. That's his favorite fall activity. Yeah. Getting the hell out of here. Bye. Holly Roberts and I are here with you, and we're asking you, what is your favorite fall activity? Like I said, fall is my favorite season. And I will say, of the things I love to do in fall, I love changing the way I cook. I know that sounds weird. A seasonal ingredient. Right? So like summer is like big on the grill and I'm not saying I don't grill in the fall, but we start to bring in the squashes and the pumpkins. And I just saw, and I'm going to give her a plug, our girlfriend, Elizabeth Reese, posted a recipe on her blog, Home to Homestead. Mm -hmm. It's a fall family favorite. It is a butternut squash and sausage pasta. And it's like that, or is it Oreo Oriaketsi? Well, let's just go with that. Whatever. It's that little, those it's little like the top pa- hat. Yeah, it's a pasta top hat. Oh, it's so, it looks so delicious that my stomach is growling right now. And I'm wishing I had these ingredients. I have like 50% of them at home. But uh, anyway, if you are looking for a great fall recipe, like I said, one of my favorite fall activities is cooking different things. Uh, this one looks like one I just pinned. I just pinned it on my Pinterest. Oh page yeah, you too. did. Okay, you know I did. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is your favorite fall activity? We've got Jack on the line. Hi, Jack. Jack, what's your favorite fall activity? Hi. Every year, I always take a vacation this time of year, and I go either to Kentucky or New York or Florida to watch the horse races. But this year, it's going to be Del Mar down in uh, California. So I'm really looking forward Ooh, to that. Ooh, that nice. sounds like fun. Del Mar in California. Are you, and, you're, and there's a racetrack there? Yeah, it's called Del Mar, and it's uh, November 5th and 6th. It's the Breeders' Cup, and it's supposed to be – it's where Bing Crosby went. Yeah. A lot of celebrities go there. I'm really looking for. I bought really good seats, so I'm going to rub elbows and ah. try to say hello to people. Okay, so well, let us fun. know if there's anybody uh, of note that we should know about and collect all the gossip for us. Okay, Jack? Oh, I'll be happy to, and I'll call you back. Thank All you, right. Jack. Have a great day, and have a great trip uh, to Del Mar to see the ponies. The ponies. 651-641-1071. What's your favorite fall activity? Holly, do you have a favorite fall activity? Oh, well, besides, I'm one of those people oh. where the onset of fall mostly signals the inevitability of winter. Oh, see, yeah, and I don't borrow like, trouble. I have to live in this moment. I gotta live in the now, man. Yeah. I like the colors, yes. admittedly. So it's nice when I'm going on my commute 
and I can see the changing of the colors mm-hmm. of the leaves, and you know that it's fall. Particularly, I always look out for this one tree that's near the station. Ah. And you know that fall is on the way when there's a tree, and it's out on Berry Street, and the leaves start turning yellow, and yes. you're like, nope, it's done. Yeah, here we are. Here we are. Here we it's are. It's all over. So it's so funny that you say that, because like I live in fall. I like want to suck the marrow out of every moment of fall, because I just, I love the crispness of the air. I love... Like a chilly day with bright sunshine. I love the leaves changing. I love the, I, I love wearing vests. I love, I love, vests. I love greeting my sweaters again and just being like, welcome back to my wardrobe sweater. I've missed you. I love wearing boots, you Here, know, yeah, but like fashion yeah. boots, not moon boots. Here's what I will say about fall and that it's something that I haven't experienced in a long time, but fall is the season of a particular kind of optimism and that yes. optimism smells like crayons because it's the season <laughs> yes, it's the season of back to school it's the season yes. of and and you you get it only in the fall because yes okay winter semester if you're attending college that has a whole like drudgery right. of its own right even though you may get new notebooks still mm-hmm. it's like i gotta shovel my way out right. of this there's something about the school supply optimism yes. of the season of fall you got a clean slate yes. new opportunities yes you can go out there and you can go get it and you can even do it colleen while you're wearing a vest yes thank I you, you. You see me in my vest. I see you in your vest. I also just love, I and this is sort of like the weird pessimism to my optimism. It's like, I love the not knowing when our last really good day is going to be. Oh, that's right? terrifying. No, is it? Because this is how I think of it. I think of it like this. You never know when it's going to be your last amazing fall day before the snow really flies and it's going to stay. So you make the most out of all of them. Like, every one of them means something. Okay, I am a lot, and I recognize that. Let's go to Julie. Extra. Julie's on the line. Hey, Julie, what's your favorite fall activity? Oh, I love, love, love fall everything, but especially making fall apple desserts and delivering them to people. Yes. Like apple crisps or my grandma's apple squares. Oh. It is the best. Uh, Julie, I will happily give you my address, and you can drop some of those off for me, Okay. I would definitely do that. <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do. I love it. I'm with so you on that. The, the apple desserts. Thank you for your call. Thank you. That and going apple picking and like all of the fun activities of fall. Oh, I just uh, love it. Yeah, I am kind of looking forward to some stewed apples. Oh, Bradley, I will be honest. Can I tell you, Bradley Trainer made us. He Okay, it was apple butter, but he said it was more applesauce. Have you had it yet? It was like apple spread. It was apple-y. It yeah, was I've had apple, it. And it, he made it with Zestars, and it's very sweet. Do you know what I did? I froze some Cool Whip, and I took out like a scoop of Cool Whip, and I mixed it in with that, and yeah, it's like did. the best little ice cream treat. It was so good. So like... Yes, please. More apples is all I'm saying. And when Bradley Trainer gets back from his vacation, I'll put him back to work in the kitchen because I'd like some more of that. Yeah, Thank you very it, much. Honey. Rooster's on the line. Hello, Rooster. Wake us up with your favorite fall activities. Hi, Rooster. Hey. Oh, hello. Sorry. It's um, okay. Yeah, I, it's uh, one thing I look forward to every year. It's something we're actually doing this weekend. Is, uh, we call it the fall garage crawl. <gasps> and so what we do in our community is uh, we get our 
golf carts and four-wheelers and side-by-sides and pulling trailers and whatever. And we stop at people's garages. And at each one of these garages, um, there's different type of liquor-infused food, ah. uh, different types of shots. Some people get we will get T-shirts or shot glasses that say the year on it and everything. Wow! And, uh, and so we spend like forty-five minutes at a garage, and then we uh, shoot off a firework, and it's time to go to the next one. Wow. We all load up, and we have this big convoy going down the street to the next garage. And how long have you been doing that? Uh, just a few years now. I love it. Nice. We I just love started it. it. We were we were doing it in the spring too, but COVID hit and everything, so we just kind of. We're just kind of getting back on the horse. I love it. Or on the four-wheeler. Yeah. Fall crawl responsibly, I love Rooster. It. Rooster, thank you so much. Have so much fun. Uh, and thanks for calling. I like that. The fall crawl. That sounds like fun. Yeah. I would like to do that, but like with desserts. <laughs> I feel like somebody could make that happen I for know. you. I just feel like a really good like fall dessert progressive would be fun. Like pumpkin at this place. Some crisp apple crisp somewhere else. That's the only fall flavors that I can think of. I mean, you know, you could rotate them. You could do a little bit of both. Apple cider, something or another. Yes. Yeah, you know. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh gosh. Okay, this is something I'm real excited about. Netflix released a trailer for their for their upcoming Britney Spears documentary. And they just dropped the full trailer. Oh, we're going to have to check that for swears mm-hmm. uh, in the break. And then when we come back, hopefully we'll be able to play that, but we'll also play the teaser which is also uh, a tasty morsel. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Okay, so we had a Britney Spears documentary just a few months ago. Boy, was that like it was just a few months ago, right? Well, it was in the spring. It oh my was gosh, this it's just, year. It, what even is time anymore? It was framing um, Britney Spears. Yes, and then we heard that Netflix was going to be coming out with one, and guess what? We actually have the trailer. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on Vacation. Holly and I are here with you. Hi. And Holly, I saw this trailer, this teaser trailer last night of the Netflix version of the Britney Spears documentary. And I was immediately riveted, and it wasn't until today that I actually understood what I was listening to. Yeah, so yesterday, yesterday afternoon, the trailer for the trailer for the Netflix documentary called Britney versus Spears dropped. And so the trailer for the trailer was simply a voicemail. And I'm going to give you the text that is in the trailer of the trailer yep. to put a little context into what you're about to hear, which is only about mm, 15 seconds The following audio is a voicemail from Britney Spears to a lawyer on January 31st, 2009 at 2.29 a.m. So 2009. Yes. Here is that voicemail. Hi, my name is Brittany Spears. Um, I called you earlier, um, but I'm calling you again because I just wanted to make sure that we're in the process of ending the conservatorship. Ooh, ooh, and that's it. Hi, my name is Brittany Spears. I called you earlier. I'm calling again because I just wanted to make sure that during the process of eliminating the conservatorship, dot, dot, dot. Yes. So what we learn from that, obviously, is that this has been going on, as we've suspected all along, 
for over a decade that mm-hmm. she has been wanting to get out of this conservatorship. Pretty much almost since the conservatorship began, because the conservatorship for Britney Spears started in 2008. And this we, was from early 2009. And what we did learn from uh, framing Britney Spears was that that conservatorship really was put together very slapdash under the cover of night mm-hmm. and really without her realizing what was going on. And there were a lot of moving parts and a lot of reasons why it became very difficult for her to get out of it. But now we have the full trailer. Yeah. Now we have the full trailer. It just dropped maybe 20 minutes ago. Awesome. So this is the full trailer for the documentary Britney versus Spears. It's going to be on Netflix. It's going to be next week. We're getting this yes. documentary next week. So let's listen to the full trailer. I just want my life back. Britney's been silenced to speak out about anything that's really going on. Britney's never had one person she could trust. Not mom, not dad. Britney had a fear that her family would barge in and take everything. What was going on inside the conservatorship? And why was she still in one if she was, quote, okay? There was financial incentives for Jamie, for the lawyers. I've represented dozens of conservatees in court. Not one of them has ever had a job. Brittany made other people a lot of money. I've worked my whole life. I don't owe these people anything. No one would talk. I'm not going to acknowledge that I was ever brought in to evaluate Britney Spears. Until they did. Someone very close to the conservatorship leaked me this confidential report. Britney had to go into court a million times, all of these hours of criticizing her. It's an epic fail of the legal system that this has gone on for so long. How do you get out? You don't get out. Until you scream. I deserve to have the same rights as anybody does. It's been 13 years and it's enough. Wow. So that's the full trailer for the upcoming Netflix documentary called Britney versus Spears. It's coming out next week. We're going to be able to watch it. Yeah, I'm dun, dun, dun. I'm very excited about this. Also, um, on September 28th, by the way, so it's dropping on next Tuesday, which is huge, which is huge. Uh, yeah. So I cannot wait to watch that. The other thing is, you know, this is a, a, a this is a documentary by filmmaker Aaron Lee Carr, who a lot of people would recognize her name. Um, she has done, I mean, she's done a lot of other amazing projects, but she is the daughter of David Carr. And uh, she was born right here in the lovely city of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Da, 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 da. Ta-da! So that's our local connection to this documentary. But, you know, there is so much in there to be curious about when she talks about that uh, thousand page leaked document. Yep. And in the trailer, you see them kind of start to go through. It looks like they're going through it and like things are redacted. Yes. Um, and listen, how many how many times have we all wished we could have gotten our hands on some of those redacted documents, things mm-hmm. that have been hidden from the public eye? That seems like it's going to be a big piece of this. Yes. And you also heard it will include her plea to the court, which we talked about when it happened. Yeah, and that was leaked, and we were never supposed to hear that. Yes. Britney Spears giving that testimony. So that's been incorporated into this documentary. Now, I've read 
that Britney versus Spears has actually been in the works for about a year. Yeah, and there's it seems like it really probably ramped up. Oh, I'm sure. And I bet yeah. they're probably doing last minute edits as we speak mm-hmm. because you can do that now. Just like the nature of digital filmmaking, you can do things right up until the finish line. Right. So looking at the Britney Spears conservatorship case as it unfolds, I mean, we've got these latest developments of Britney getting engaged to Sam Asgari, yep. Jamie Spears saying that he's willing to step away. The latest news today that Britney Spears' lawyer, Matthew Rosengard is like, okay, well, let's go because if she wants to get a prenup, she needs a family lawyer. Right. And usually something like a prenup has to go through the conservator if a conservatorship is in place. Naturally. It's just kind of legal, like T's being crossed and lowercase J's being dotted. Yeah. It is. It's this is going to be interesting. And like you said, part of what we have uh, noticed in covering this story is, like you said, it is fluid. It is. Yeah ever-changing every day we seem to have different information or new information all of it seems to be pointing toward the conservatorship at least being under really hot scrutiny but if this has been worked on for a year a lot has changed just in the past six months oh yeah and my curiosity is that if britney spears's people understood when this documentary is being dropped and maybe does that have something to do with Britney Spears's behavior on social media? Ooh, that's a good uh, question. There was just a curiosity one pondered in the middle of the night where it was like, OK, well, if they knew that this documentary was coming out and they already had the one from The New York Times, this one looks like it's uh, going to be covering a lot of the same stuff, but yep. perhaps a little different in tone. Yeah, because it's not coming from an institution like The New York Times. Right. Uh, what kind of things are we going to be learning in this documentary, Britney versus Spears, also checking out the gossip Instagram Dumas, they received a direct message from somebody being like, yeah, Jamie Spears, all these people want to distance themselves from the conservatorship because they know the things that are going to be yes. disclosed in this documentary. Well, there's no question. And they want to get away from the stink, which is something that we've been discussing yes. this whole time. It's like, okay, why do people at this moment in time want to distance themselves from the conservatorship. Which is why, I mean, we talked about this, you know, we wondered why Jamie Spears seemed to be dragging his feet and then pivoted on a dime. Yeah. And this, said, oh yeah, I'm done. Don't this, worry about it. This could be the pivot. Oh, I cannot for wait. Next Tuesday, we will be watching that for sure. Yes. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots after this on My Talk 1071. Well, you might have deja vu because we do this segment every single day at 2.30 on the Colleen and Bradley show. And we have for so long, uh, a decade, in fact, it's a little segment that we call Crazy Stupid Idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. Oh, those crazy, stupid idiots. They're to your right. They're to your left. Hopefully you're looking in the mirror and there isn't one gazing right back in your eyes. Because that would mean it was you. Oftentimes we find these crazy, stupid idiots in the state of Florida Florida and other places like where we're going out west. Ooh, yeehaw. We're going to Wyoming. Oh, fun. Specifically, we're going to Yellowstone National Park. Oh, Old Faithful. Old Faithful, 
gorgeous part of this great U.S. of A. And uh, this is a public service announcement. If you are planning to go to Yellowstone National Park, Uh if you know anyone who's going to Yellowstone National Park, don't be a crazy, stupid idiot. Because somebody captured footage at Yellowstone National Park of a couple bathing two dogs in thermal water. No. You don't do that. No. Now, this video clip. Oh, my gosh. Shows a woman carrying a dog to the stream. The guy is just took off his socks, kicked back and soaked his feet in the springs guys, with another like dog. Dangerous. Well, yeah, it's dangerous because it could kill you and you could kill the dogs. Oh, my gosh. They're just chilling. And it was by the runoff from Firehole Lake. I mean, just like, let's take, let think about that. Why would you call something Firehole Lake? Yeah, because it's a hole of fire. Yeah. Now, the water apparently wasn't boiling, but it was warm. Now, Firehole Lake Drive is a three-mile loop in the park that features hot springs and geysers and its namesake lake, Firehole Park. Or lake, also, excuse me. is that, I mean, because I, I remember Bradley was just there and he was telling us all about it and how, like, they, it's very well marked. Yeah, because there are boardwalks. Yeah. That are around the lake that lead to geysers and springs. And you can't legally exit the boardwalks. Because you could die. Because you could die. The pets aren't allowed on the boardwalks or hiking trails or in thermal areas, you know, because you, you got to conserve. Right. Because you're in a national park and you got to take care of nature. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you could literally die. You could literally die That's because the water awful. is so hot. Now, I do like that the benefit of the doubt is given to these people because you don't legitimately know whether or not they were even aware of what was going on or the rules. You know, they had not familiarized themselves with the rules of Yellowstone National Park. But, you know, people have died because of the burns that they have received from the scalding water in these geysers and hot springs. So just don't touch. Oh, don't kick off your feet. Don't touch. Here's what you do if you want to relax. Yep. You find a hotel with a bathtub. Yeah. Even or you find a motel with a crusty hot tub. Cool. Whatevs. Cool. Great. You you get it. You, you crack a six pack. Yes. You take off your stinky feet. Yes. And you just, you know, you you let the you let your crust just kind of permeate. Marinate. The, you just let it marinate in the hot tub. If you if your dogs are dirty and your dogs are barking. Uh, you know, I would even say emergency situation. You got a bottle of water. Just dump that on uh, on Fido. You'll be fine. But getting into a thermal area and just popping a squat down there. Well, no, no, not going to do it. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. So don't well, so don't terrible. do it. And uh, advise you if you are going to visit one of our beautiful national parks, please <sighs> advise yourself of all the rules and regulations because yeah. we got to all the placards. Yeah, we got to keep nature nature in. Yes. And please you don't want to die yeah. because you did because you just wanted to rinse your feet off. I also I just, just want to say also I hope that whoever it was that took this picture was like, "Hey, get out of there. You could hurt yourself real bad." Like all the way to death. Yeah. Just, you know. But I get it. Like take a picture first and then tell people, yeah, that just, they're dumb. Just be safe. Be safe, okay? Be That's safe. all we're asking. That's all we're asking. Uh, we're going to go to Germany.
Yeah. Um, yeah. We are going to go to Germany. And this is a, an event that occurred actually back in April. Um, 44, a 44-year-old four, thief, whose name I am not privy to, broke into a kindergarten classroom in April. And he was looking for some stuff. Now, what were you looking for in a kindergarten classroom? That is my first question. Blocks? Crayons? Sheets of paper that tell you how to tie your shoelace? Safety scissors? I mean, like... <laughs> Glue? Yeah. Ooh. Maybe he was hungry. Um, no, yeah. he broke into a kindergarten classroom back in April, and here's what he stole. And I have questions. Great. A laptop. Okay, I get that. That's legit. That's a legit theft. Some picture books. That okay. could be somewhat of a... Oh, right. Question mark. Mm-hmm. Cups. Yep. Glasses. Mm-hmm. So maybe he was furnishing an apartment. Some fish sticks and some pasta. Dude what? got hungry. They have fish sticks in the classroom? I suppose they do things differently maybe in Germany. I don't know. It's just M-Y-O-F-S. Make your own fish sticks at that kindergarten. Anyway, he made off with some fish sticks. And then he also stole a smart speaker that is used to play children's stories. Well, a month after the break-in, okay, and then he got off. He like left and wasn't. And I took all my things. Mm, yes, yeah. Off we did, eh? Yeah. Uh, and a month later, he downloaded some new stories onto the speaker that he stole from the classroom. And guess what happened? That revealed his location oh, to the no. manufacturers of the speaker, and they were like. Aha, we see you. He was downloading his own children's stories. Yeah, apparently, like, I don't know. I have so many questions about him. Anyway, that speaker then led the police to the guy. Not the laptop that he uh, stole, by the way. The speaker was the thing that did him in. Well, I suppose he wasn't thinking about it. You're thinking about it with the laptop. You're like, okay. I can't be doing things on the laptop because right. they're going to get my IP address right. and they're going to be able to trace it back to me and I'm going to have to be careful. But the speaker... Yeah. You, oh, that'll be fine. That's fine. No big Don't deal. Don't worry about it. So the speaker and some of the other goods have been returned now to the classroom. I think he ate the fish sticks, though. Probably. Man, wasn't was the last time you had a fish stick? More recent than you realize. Well, I suppose you have children have and, and people who like the and fish sticks. one of my kids. The only way we could get him to eat fish was a fish stick, which you know that's not uncommon, right? Like the way that you get kids to eat chicken is chicken nuggets or like chicken strips, right? Yeah, you gotta you your form you gotta evolves it. over time because you gotta go from the nug. Yep. That's shaped like a dinosaur. And then, you, then you can then, strip it later. Yeah. Then then you've got the regular nug. Then you've got the strip. Then you've uh-huh. got the breast. Then you've got the the wing where you have the bone involved. Oh, that's yeah. Next that's level. like a whole. Ex- they don't love that. But then when we get to thigh, we're in a good place. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then. Thank you for caring. And then you evolve to spatchcock where you Ooh. slam it and you rip the spine out. That's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Kind of cathartic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where also, are we going next? Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, hello, neighbors. Hi. Uh, we got to talk about a guy named Jeff. Jeff Johnson. If not, indeed that is his real name. That sounds like a fake not name. Not Jan Janssen. My name is Jan Janssen. I come from Wisconsin. I work in the lumber yard there. When I walk down the street, all the people I meet say, hello, how are you today? Are you serious? <laughs> I've never heard that song. 
Maybe it's me and my one friend. <laughs> Did you make it up? I don't know. I learned it from my friend. Oh my gosh. That's, I've never I heard that. That was fantastic. If anyone else has sung the Jan Janssen song from Wisconsin, uh, hook, hook up with me. Let me know. Yeah, I'm not a tweet us. Weirdo. Tweet, tweet Holly. Okay, great. <laughs> well, Jeff Johnson was hanging outside of a restaurant in Madison, Wisconsin, and he did something that just, no, no. Uh-oh. He wanted to give people hugs. No. We're not no, doing that right now. No, we're not doing that right now. One. Yeah. Two, no unsolicited hugs from strangers. Yeah. Don't even like giving hugs to people I know. Yeah. So, like, don't, Jeff. Just don't. Well, anyways, Jeff took offense at people who didn't want to get a hug. Okay, that doesn't feel... that. I, that there's some... um incongruence to that yeah because when people didn't want to get a hug he was like i will hug you oh aggressive hugging yeah confrontational and combative hugging from jeff that sounds like an olympic sport yeah so he had like realized hey maybe what i'm doing here is not particularly popular so then he left the restaurant but then people complained about him and the authorities caught up with jeff johnson and uh, they took him into custody. And Jeff Johnson apparently started spitting and kicking the officers, not offering the officers hugs, uh, by the way. Interesting. Yeah. That is the opposite of hugging. Yeah, he also made threats, and then he also damaged the police cruiser. Not hugging. Not That is the opposite of hugs. Yeah, that is not, not hugging. Poor guy. He really, it seems like he did need some hugs, though. Yeah, but... This is the kind of guy that needed an extra hug. Here's a pro tip. If you want a hug, maybe behave yeah. in a way that... That would elicit actually inspires hugs. Uh, inspires hugs yeah. because force hugging is no, and then it's just the thing where then like oh you have to like you you have to what do what do you do when somebody comes in for the hug yeah and you don't want the hug yeah. and it's not that you don't want to like diss the person who's giving you the right. hug it's just like I'm you're not a hugger I'm, and I'm not in a huggy place right and I'm now. not in a huggy place you right. have not crossed the hug threshold right. yet. Right. And I don't want to be rude, but then you have to do it, and then it's a thing. It's like a whole experience. Jan Janssen. <laughs> From Wisconsin. Wisconsin. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, I believe our friend Brittany is coming in to play a little game today. That game is called The Throwback. Live! We'll do that after this on My Talk 1071.